0: New new, new Pod World Order. Picture, if you will, in the theater of your mind, two
1: geeks. For our purposes, Marshall and Pat,
2: who have decided no longer to bite chicken's heads off, but to instead enter the realm of internet radio. If suddenly you find yourself hearing talk
1: of comic books, television shows, and motion pictures,
0: you may have inadvertently thrown your chips down on Always Bet on Geek.
3: Everybody and welcome
0: to Always Bet on Geek. What's up, guys? And welcome to yet another episode of Always Bet on Geek. We seem to so far be keeping to our weekly schedule, which, if I'm being honest, I am really surprised that we are starting to pull this off. <laughs> But, Howie, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, down here in the capital city of the Magnolia State, and up to my north, across the Redneck Oasis, is...
1: What's up, y'all? This is Marshall. Uh, (laughs) How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode. Weekly. Podcasts. R.S. Whatever. Okay. We have somebody else here today. He is Mystic. Check out his mojo, over in Texas.
0: Nice, nice segue, man. I I wasn't quite sure if you were gonna like. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't quite sure where. I didn't know you were going with that, but I thought it was pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah.
3: Hey everyone, this is Mr. (laughs) Mojo. You guys always bring a smile to my face. That's why I come here every week. Get my dolly my weekly dose of happiness. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. Hope you are along for the ride. We are here to entertain, make you laugh, and maybe even
0: educate you.
1: It's possible. It's possible.
0: All things are possible in this awesome future we now find ourselves living in. A future where two of my closest friends can be so far apart, but we have instant communication whenever we choose to use it. And I think there are times we don't appreciate that, so props to science and technology.
1: Yeah, it's something that some younger folks don't appreciate because they don't know what it's like to have to write letters to talk to people. And To be stuff.
0: fair, I never knew what it was like to write letters. Oh, I forgot. <laughs>
1: you are hashtag privileged. Oh fuck!
0: <laughs>
1: I just edited a couple of episodes, and I forgot just how privileged you really are. The episode I'm about oh. to put today is the video game one, and you were definitely labeled hashtag privileged on that one.
0: In fact, that is the origin point. Of this hashtag so I guess when the people hear it
1: when they hear this they'll know that already so
0: that's awesome well before we get too deep into it and before we like jump into the geek news and and I think I have and what we want to talk about I would like to give a shout out I would like to tip of 40 I would like to take my hat off for respect for the Queen of Soul Aretha Franklin went to glory today she was 76 and you already know who i'm talking about that's how humongous of an influence she was in music so much respect to aretha franklin thanks for everything had to get that out the way
3: excellent mad love for you to the queen diva herself you will be missed but never forgotten
1: Yep. <laughs> Such nice sentiments from Pat and, and Ryan, and a yep from Marshall.
0: Well, to be fair, I know I kind of caught y'all guard, and it's kind of well, hard. No, you to, can't.
1: I couldn't do anything today. Even those stupid redneck ass truckers were talking about the passing of Areca, Aretha Franklin. So, definitely been thinking about it. She makes me feel like a natural woman.
0: And I, I have to admit. Whenever I say put some respect on anybody's name, her song comes to mind instantly. So
1: she helped me learn how to spell respect.
0: I can't tell what? if you're trolling or if you're actually being truthful. I when I can't I was see your 26. face. <laughs> While well, we're also giving heartfelt shout-outs, kind of, um, I would <laughs> I would like to also give a late shout-out. And a late hat tip to Steve Ditko, co-creator of Spider-Man, co-creator oh, okay. of Doctor Strange.
1: Did we not give the give him a shout out before? I we
0: thought. did not. We are weeks late, and we call ourselves a geek podcast, and we have not done that. So, I feel bad about that. But much love mm-hmm. to also Steve Ditko, who also co-created like the Question and the Creeper, and so many <laughs> characters for Marvel and DC. Included one of my own personal favorite characters, and no, I don't mean Spider-Man. He's my favorite, but my own personal favorite, Speedball.
1: Oh, he created Speedball, huh? He did. Hmm.
0: I like Speedball, all right. So much love to Steve Ditko. Oh, so I had I had text Ryan to remind me about the deep dive idea, and the what? I had I had an idea about a segment for the podcast called The Deep cool. Dive or maybe the Lone Box Deep Dive. I don't we can workshop names, but the gist of it is like the three of us would like suggest a character or a comic series that we really like mm. or want to get into and we really go into that character or that series. We either read the comic books on Marvel mm-hmm. Unlimited or whatever, or we go to the Wikipedia page and we really go deep into that character or series and discuss it.
1: That's
3: cool. I like it. That sounds fun.
0: And you know, it doesn't have to be have to be just comics. It could be like games or wrestling or something that we really want to devote a lot of time to and like really get into it instead of like our typical drive by shootings (laughs) of topics.
1: Well, do y'all, do y'all even have access to the WWE Network?
0: We don't, but you do. And, like, even... And, but, like, but, like, even if you... somebody Somebody's sharing
1: my... I'm getting somebody else's password, so I can't just do that. Otherwise, I would let y'all have my password and be like, hey, this is what we're doing.
0: Oh, well, I think that's... Check
1: out. I think that's... I just started watching the Monday Night Wars again, and that's taking me back to the beginning of when I started watching wrestling.
0: But I think that's true for everyone, because, like... I'm on somebody else's Hulu I'm on somebody else's Netflix yeah Netflix too I'm on somebody else's CBS All Access so I can watch Discovery so. yeah before the FCA
3: comes crashing down on y'all I just want the record to show I got my own shit pay my <laughs> own bills and
0: I got all my own subscriptions <laughs> hey ain't nothing illegal about what we just said in fact they kinda
1: yeah I'm, I'm confused what did he say wrong
3: I was implying that your (laughs) liberal use of sharing of passwords was um, frowned upon if not illegal by the Federal Communication Association
0: you mean the the FCC what did I say I thought you said the SCA
3: I did probably because I have different acronyms (laughs) in my head for various science (laughs) fiction that's what I was like what the fuck is happening (laughs) oh man
1: I don't know. I, I heard SEC, so yeah, I, 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 my mind's all Ma, fucked up. If Marcia you said it wrong, Markshaw knew where I, I was right. going. <laughs> he okay, yeah. okay, spirit. so
0: wait, so I heard the SCA. Marshall heard the SEC, which is the Security and Exchange Commission. But what no, you... I
1: heard F. I heard him say
0: FCC. Oh, okay, okay, maybe I misheard it. That's all good then.
1: So, what did did y'all have any cool ideas for the name for the the geek stuff, like the segment, the geek news? And we can just call it Geek News. I thought about Weekly Geekly, but then I uh, looked it up no. and it, it's actually a podcast. Oh so. thank god. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a podcast, uh and they've had lots of comic book men and people that I know on the
0: podcast, so that would be a negative. Well, is the weekend geek taken or The Weekly Geek? No, the weekend uh, geek. Like week Weekend geek. I did. Geek.
3: That uh, sounds like a Google-able answer.
0: That's what I'm doing. Excellent, because I don't have access the Week to the Weekend Geek Radio Show,
1: This Weekend Geek, Weekend oh, Geek wait. Film, This Weekend this Week Geek, and The Weekend Geek are spoken for.
0: Well, it could be like when you're role-playing a superhero RPG and you just have to accept every superhero name known to man. Has- has been taken unless you want to do something goofy and then you just you just have to roll with it and say i'm gonna make this one unique
1: we could spell it differently what's a weird name to spell geek no yeah but we could
0: just call it geek news but even if we spell it but even (laughs) if we spelled it differently it sounds the same (laughs) and it's a podcast so they can't actually see how we're spelling it it's true This time in Weekend Geek with the A, not an E. <laughs> we can- <laughs> well, you know, we can just tell them that, and they'll find it.
3: We could try Geek Spotlight. Geek
0: Spotlight. That's actually. Sorry, I got the hiccups. That's actually not too bad, right? I
3: feel like we'll have some ideas if we sit down and no, kind of throw think them that out that's together. Taken.
0: I'm not seeing
1: that anywhere. On, well, I mean, four. even
0: even if it was taken, it. it's not like we're going to name our podcast Geek Spotlight. It's only a segment, so I'm not too hung up on that. So, yeah, okay. let's do Geek Spotlight.
3: <laughs> Yay. Only <Owning> another <laughs> Cisco badge.
1: It's the clutch coming in.
0: <laughs> coming in. That's why he's paid the big bucks. And by paid, I mean Goodwill. <laughs> I'm
1: saying, it's like damn. If he makes the big bucks, should we be making big bucks? So, do y'all have anything that y'all have heard this week that's geek related? All the stuff that I found was all movies or TV stuff.
0: I recently, I yeah. Uh, right, go ahead, because I, I know me and Marshall have been talking a whole lot this time and have already really heard from Mister Clutch so far. So,
3: it's okay. I like to come in like a ninja right when it matters most, and get that assassination, and then in and out. Silence.
1: That's what she said.
3: Exactly. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I I actually tried to do some research on some geek news, but I didn't find anything particularly worthy of uh, bringing up for topic. Um, I spent a lot of my time looking over the uh the topic of our uh podcast following the geek spotlight so i'll let you two well done rod
0: well done you you named the segment and now to reinforce the branding you and you said it like it was completely natural like the segment was always called geek spotlight uh, nice it was, right? Nice. It was, yeah. yeah. It, always it was always called that. Yeah, yeah. It was never weekly, well, weekly, first... what?
1: Oh, right. well, we didn't actually, well, I did actually suggest that, but we didn't settle on that. I was like, okay.
0: Glad
3: to be of assistance. Excellent.
0: Well, then, I guess for my geek spot, my thing, I don't know if y'all know, but I am a huge fan of the Mission Impossible franchise I always have been since the first one came out in 96 in 96 I believe Mm.
1: this may segue into one of mine
0: I didn't actually care for Mission Impossible 2 but Mission Impossible 3 was actually really good with um I forgot what the actor's called he died a couple of years back but he was a good villain I thought Uh, how did
1: he die? Because I haven't watched any of the Mission Impossible, so I think I saw part
0: one. It was a drug overdose.
1: It's always a
3: drug he was overdose. In, he
0: Seriously. was in the Hunger Games too.
1: The Hunger Game, the Hunger Games two, or the Hunger Games also. T O
0: O. Okay. Anyway, but I like what they did with their soft reboot because they did the same thing with the Fast and the Furious. They they kind of did a soft reboot where they kind of reset the series and that's what they did for Ghost Protocol and from Ghost Protocol to Rogue Nation to this new one Fallout it's you could tell it's the same world with the same characters and there are reoccurring characters now like Simon Pegg's character is the tech god, and all of them there's Luther still like the super hacker and like there's always they work anyway Long story short, I went to go see Mission Impossible Fallout last night and it was a really great addition to the Mission Impossible franchise. It was fun, it was touching, like like they had an impossible mission again, like how the hell do I get this trigger from a guy in a helicopter when I'm in another helicopter. And once again, I wanted to scream at the screen, Tom Cruise, you're not Ethan Hunt. Because he, once again, did all his own stunts. <laughs> this man's doing halo jumps. He's, like, doing helicopter stunt rolls. He's, like, jumping off of rooftops where he broke his ankle. I mean, it was like, Tom Cruise, you're almost 60. You're not actually Ethan Hunt. You don't have to do your own stunts, man. Hey, man, if, but if, if was... he can do it, let him do it. If
1: he, I he, it, he dies doing it,
3: he knew better. I mean, hey, oh as long God. as... As long as we get that death on camera And we can make some money off of it Well I don't want to see all that But I mean damn Oh I I thought
1: this was America The country of (laughs) bloodlust Oh I mean (laughs) that's for some people sure I used to look at Rotten.com That's horrible I don't look at that shit anymore
0: Now um, my sister also saw it a couple of days back And she was like Tom Cruise has aged well I was like, I guess his space gods have given him the secret of immortality because he actually has aged well for somebody in his late fifties,
3: who does all his own
0: stunts. Right. Oh, he, he's he's fit
2: too.
0: I, right, and I saw that skit on the um the Late Late Show with him and um, James Corbin. Uh, He's yeah. like this completely chill going for like a skydive. <laughs> like it's completely chill about everything. It's all good. Or you go in tandem? Nah. <laughs> I've done this a thousand times. I got it.
1: <laughs> Man. So I guess that kind of segues into the Green Lantern movie.
0: The one that is apparently they, <clears throat> they're always trying to work on but has something new happened?
1: Uh, I haven't heard anything about it. I, I just read today that Tom Cruise is supposed to
0: be Hal Jordan in the movie. Uh, that's been an old rumor that keeps is it popping up every now and then. For yeah. two
1: days, I just keep seeing the shit popping up, so I looked into it, so I went ahead. And, just like I just found out today that Disney decided not to rehire James Gunn to the Guardians 3.
0: No, they decided not to let him direct. They still want to use the script. Right. But but that's because they're trying to stop the open revolt from the cast and crew. About yeah, but about, Dave, Dave Bautista
1: said if they didn't at least use the script, he was quitting. Correct. I don't know about the rest of them. I know that they were all vocal, but I don't know if they were all crazy nuts like that.
0: I don't think it's crazy nuts. Well, I, I mean, think it's, it's, it's just,
1: solidarity, but I mean, the kind of money that they're going to sue your ass for for breach of contract almost doesn't seem worth it.
0: Well, like, he actually addressed that, and he was like, I wouldn't have this money if James Gunn never took a chance on me.
1: Hmm. I hadn't read That's that. That's a good point. That's pretty cool. Good.
0: I mean, I mean, that was his first big acting role after he made the jump from wrestler to actor. Yeah, it was his first big and, one. He'd
1: been in a couple of them. He, he starred in uh, The Scorpion 3. No, uh, yeah. uh, what's it called? Uh, the Scorpion
0: King 3. And I think that one was, was straight to video, right? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But like, so <laughs> I haven't seen so like, it yet.
3: Unfortunately, was... I heard it was. I've seen all of them except that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love so the, this that was...
0: franchise. <clears throat> so this was the the role that made him. No, that's a movie true. Star. I didn't know he said that. I hadn't yeah. seen that. That's pretty cool. Uh... I mean, the same thing for, except for like, um, Zoe, who was already on her way because she was the new uhura and the star trek franchise but and bradley cooper had his own career before he was the voice of rocket well she was an avatar too but, but really with i mean chris pratt and i never saw parks and, and rec like, was he funny he was yeah. hilarious was he's he because yeah i had never
3: seen parks hilarious. And
1: he plays a dopey idiot but <laughs> right kind yeah of like I've, a lovable but i've seen dope but he's I've seen uh, yeah, he games perfect gifts and stuff with him in it from that show yeah
0: No, I mean, but you wouldn't think he was—he was an action star until he was Star Lord. You know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) But, but being Star Lord got him to be an even bigger action star in Jurassic World, where he's just like the man's man. I build motorcycles (laughs) and like you know, I don't wear sleeves. (laughs) So, I mean, they owe James Gunn a lot, and I think they realized that like the way he was let go was. Anyway, that's a whole other topic, but.
3: But that actually does remind me. I did have something that might be relevant for the Geek Spotlight. And bear with me if we spoke about this before on a podcast. Uh, It'll happen a lot. Don't worry about it. Fair enough. But I am exceptionally excited and very, very happy to hear that our good Captain Picard... We'll oh bring right, right, our lives.
1: right! I forgot. I didn't. Now yeah. a few days. I didn't write it down. Yeah, I,
2: feel, yeah, I me think either.
3: the news actually came out about a week ago or so, but it's been picking up momentum and getting more talk this last week, and that's made me really happy because we all actually, have they given us any details think, about it?
1: We know it's going to be a story about what happens to Ricard after all that stuff, but did they have they given any details at all yet?
0: No, well, have, um, they they ahead. are still trying to assemble the writers' room. Okay. So like, they
3: haven't even determined whether or not Picard is actually going to be a captain. He may be an
0: admiral. He may he may be an admiral. He may, right. he he be no, actually, actually, if you if you track his timeline after Starfleet, he would either be an ambassador or a archaeologist. Those were his two. Like his three main loves are Starfleet, archaeology, and um, using diplomacy to resolve situations. So his post-Starfleet career, I would be surprised if he doesn't end up being an ambassador, ambassador. or an alco- and archaeologist. I thought you were going to yeah. say an
1: ambassador and alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he that started. So too. He started making his Earl Grey I mean, teas I'm a little sure they Irish. Go hand in
3: hand,
0: <laughs>
1: Irish Earl Grey. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense.
0: But Rod, thanks. Like that was that was so big that I just kind of assumed everybody had heard about it, so I wasn't going to bring it up. And yeah. I have forgotten it, but yeah. yeah. Oh, but we have we have spoken about this because I did say only podcast. I don't know if it's been released yet. That or maybe we talked about it over the phone. But my main thing with Star Trek was. I really en- I enjoyed Enterprise and I am loving Discovery, but I was tired of prequels. I wanted to see what came next. I wanted to see the the fu- like the modern future of the Star Trek galaxy. And now we can, like, I can't wait to yeah, see. Yeah, even if
1: the show sucks, we at least get some backstory happened. and then we
0: get some more more stuff. I doubt it. I doubt right. it well, answers. Though, yeah, because cause the same people in charge of the Picard show are doing Discovery, and Discovery is fucking awesome. Like, my only flaw with Discovery is that it's a pre- it's a prequel. <laughs> that's Another it. prequel? And they're about to... A prequel to Enterprise? And they're... Oh, yes. Jesus. That was why
1: I didn't like Enterprise. I was like, God damn it, I don't want to know what happens. They told us about what happened back then. I don't need to know stories about... I mean, that's the same problem that I had with stupid Tolkien and his... Cimmerillion and going back thousands of th- yeah, it's cool. The beginning of the book reads like the Bible. So and so, son of so and so, son of so and so, son of so and so. Like, and what? The- that's <laughs> the true problem.
0: It was just fucking boring. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't care
1: about your prequels, man. Tell me what's happening now.
0: Oh, and take me to the future. One more thing in the Geek Spotlight. I was and I put this on my Facebook, but I'll say it on the podcast. It really touched me. To see a uh, primetime late night host, Stephen Colbert, have owned a a big actor and all they discussed was D and D D and D. That was it, man. Like a real honest yeah. discussion. Like that like not making fun of it, like an actual honesty guy. Oh, yeah, well discussion.
1: Stephen Colbert apparently is a D and D player too, and he had um
0: Yes, he he's
1: um, he is he is one of us. He's a geek. Uh, Joe Mang- 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 Mangaletta, Mangaletti, whatever. He was uh Alcide in the True Blood. Did you all watch True Blood? You know I've I did. have seen some episodes of it. He was it, yeah. he was Alcide the the main werewolf in the that show.
0: And now um, and now he's the new Deathstroke in the DC huh. um Movieverse. Well, that's something to look forward to. But no, I mean it was just like, like you know, he he wasn't even on to promote a show or a movie. He was on to talk about his D and D inspired clothing line and to talk about D and D.
1: Yeah, he didn't. I didn't see the clip on YouTube where they actually talked. Uh, they got to the point of his coming. They just the clip I saw was like ten minutes of them talking about D and D, and their their characters. and no, you know, like where they start how long, you
0: know, what age and what right. edition and. Yeah. In fact in fact right, Stephen Colbert even pulled out a dice bag on T V and said, Alright, I'm gonna walk me through trying to roll up a character in this edition and he wrote like three dice and then Joe was like, Well in fifth ed they, they use four dice and you keep the the, the three highest and Stephen Colbert was like, What? That's for children. I do like a real man. Only roll three <laughs> dice. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. This real is man geek roll three dice.
3: You roll from strength down to wisdom. No <laughs> changes. You take what you get. And that's your character.
0: Right. Well, now, well, and right, as you know, in fifth head you roll it and then you put your highest stat in the stat, you put your highest roll in the stat. Of your because yeah, that was always so. It's like that, ah, boo, that's what boo. always sucked
1: when I used to make D and D characters. I'm like, I want to play a priest. Roll the stat. I can't play a priest. Okay, can I play? <laughs> I just wanted to play a priest. That's the only reason. No. Okay. Well, too bad the dice got right. Said no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna reroll the whole thing. Thank you. I'll reroll it. I'm gonna be a mage. I can't be a mage. I can't be a ranger. I can't. What can I be with these stats? I mean. <laughs>
2: Fighter, their A former.
0: <laughs> Performer, jester, yeah. <laughs> oh, and Stephen Colbert said that like with his old group, with his old group, if somebody wrote stats that were just too low, they would go, okay, this character retires to a life of being a former. I'm going to roll up <laughs> a right. new character right now. <laughs> so, anyway, right, um, I would suggest going to my... Facebook page and find that clip because you will enjoy it. Thank Cause, you. Because the actor um, his line of clothing is called Death Saves. And then it says Death Saves on the front and then on the back are the actual rules of how to roll Death Saves in a D&D <laughs> game. <laughs> nice that is pretty cool
3: <laughs> yeah, well it also depends does he put all the additions or just eh, it, d- it doesn't matter I'll find out
0: actually no actually he had uh, he had the optional meat grinder rule also for the death saves which I had never heard of until he said that so nice
3: yeah I actually saw a little blurp on my list of videos when i was doing some youtube work this last week about that and i remember making a mental note oh i need to get to it but i didn't want to get distracted since i was trying to get some stuff done and then i forgot about it until you just now brought it up so thank you i will be checking that out for sure because i love both stephen colbert and D, so <laughs> right so, it's yeah. all good <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but you know it's this. i know things are going bad because of not going bad, but things aren't as good as they could be. But there are times when we need to sit back and realize it's it's pretty awesome to be a geek. We had a prime time famous late night host talk about a game that we love and not in a jokey way or making fun of it. Like as an actual fan of the material, it was just in my it was a really awesome moment. Like something I couldn't have imagined back in the eighties or nineties, to be honest. Like The closest we came in the 90s is when they made the Kindred, the Embraced TV series, and we were like, holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. You
1: know, (laughs) at the Walker Stalker Con that uh, Mike Zapsick renewed our vows, my ex-wife and I, I got to meet Daedalus, the Nosferatu Promagin, and got a picture with him. And I got a signed picture of Daedalus. And I was like, because he... (laughs) the Nosferatu who wasn't well, ugly yeah the prettiest
3: right. of the Nosferatu
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because they didn't they didn't even have that they didn't even have that Daedalus picture out on the table <clears throat> so I'm looking around and he was talking to somebody else at the time and I was talking to I don't know who the lady was one of the handlers and she was like "What?" I was like, is there one of Daedalus from the Kindred the Embraced and uh, Stephanie had told me that he had glanced over at me when I said that but after he talked to to the lady he came over and talked to me and he pulled me behind the table that was like one pitcher that nobody wanted it was a stack of way back like on the other table and he was like you're the first person to ask for this and I was like dude this is it Nosferatu for life baby this is the <laughs> way it is I didn't say exactly that but that's what it was I was like you know squishy Nos sink man just look me up I'm all over the place I got a trademark I'm all about the Nas, dude and I he asked me to explain the origin of squishy Nas inc and i got to tell him about it and stuff it was really neat he's he's a real spiritual type of dude he's like uh jeff cober uh he he's i don't i didn't realize he was as out there as he is but he was very interested he was very personable he was cool and he asked me all about squish and nasferatus and and then I was like, "Yeah, I forgot what happened to that show. What happened?" And then he explained to me again, and I forgot, and I felt bad, and I was like, ah, "Right, I was like, that's right. I, I knew that.
3: I know." Which was such a heartbreaking. Which, <laughs> Damn, the that. one rule, the one thing I learned from that lesson, and if one of you want to tell them what it was, um, don't put your entire plot on yeah. one character.
0: <laughs> yeah, and to be fair one of my other favorite sci-fi shows, Babylon 5, did not have that problem because the creator and the writer of that show, J. Michael Strygenzi, JMS, always had a trapdoor for all of his main characters. So if real life happened, like if there was a death or they got a better job or whatnot, That's why you're
1: so good at handling this Marvel game.
0: Yeah, because I I learned that lesson. I was like, right, got it. Like, always make sure you could keep going even if something happens that you, that you know, because life can, life can happen, you know. So anyway, Death my main problem with <laughs> with that show, not Babylon Five, Kitted the Embraced*, is that it didn't suck to be a vampire. Yeah, because in the show, it was a mild as as,
3: inconvenience. It
0: was a mild inconvenience. <laughs> you had a mild inconvenience and godlike immortality <laughs> you know it why who wouldn't well, want to they, be a they vampire were already,
1: they were already set up with their health influence it wasn't a difficult thing for them to get blood and stuff you didn't have to see the fucking cadiffs in the streets trying to survive for real and shit living like louis in the sewers eating rats and pissing off yeah nice but,
0: yeah but even if they didn't have their connects even after they fed, they could still go out in the daytime. <laughs> that's oh, that's a, right. Yeah. Right, That's I not about, a curse. I think <laughs> was, that was the biggest I think thing. It was
3: probably only for a few hours, maybe not the whole day, but still,
1: oh, it was enough it was, that it definitely dulled that edge. That's like, the, that takes away the level pen. eight. Uh, protean right away. It's like, oh, and we all have level 8 protean.
0: It would actually depend on how much they fed. If they fed, if, if they got their feel, they could go out in the daytime for the entire day. Okay. And I'm like, it doesn't suck to be a vampire. <laughs> like, all you get is like, superpowers and immortality. <laughs> what? Anyway, so, but i I know why. Maybe,
1: maybe they the, were going
0: to explain that, but they—well, I mean, they there, didn't because the show ended so abruptly. There was no in-universe re- reason. I know. The, I'm just trying real hard. I like that show a lot. The real reason was because they couldn't afford to shoot at night all the time, so it was for the budget. But that's, that's really lame if that's what it was.
2: It was. <laughs> was it really? That's, <laughs> that the I, that's really. I,
3: lame. I, <laughs> I do remember the one time where they end up killing a vampire with the sunrise, but it was a it was a really big laborious event. They had to hold him down, and they had to wait for the sun them. to rise. Yeah. And they had to stake him, they had to wait, and it was
0: and all all of that happened in the first 10 minutes of the first episode. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. Ah, the 90s
1: (laughs) Okay, so I realized as I'm looking at the rest of this list that most of this has already been discussed but I forgot that I wasn't there for the SDCC stuff so I'm just now getting around to seeing some of these trailers so I'll skip that (laughs) I'm looking forward to Iron Fist though I am too that was, a, I don't know if it was a fan theory or somebody leaked. I don't remember what it said, but they were talking about how um, they're thinking that through Ant-Man and the Wasp, they're going to introduce Fantastic Four.
0: I haven't seen that yet, so I'll let you know what I think after I see the movie.
1: Okay, and how long has Harley and Ivy, uh, Poison Ivy, been
0: married? What? <laughs> oh, that's recent.
1: Okay. Because it I mean, was they, in Injustice, they, Injustice Two, number seventy, is what it said. It explained the well, whole I mean, situation, but somebody else was getting married, and Harley just casually dropped, just told him that her and Ivy had been married.
0: Well, I mean, there are two things. One, that book is set in a, in, a parallel Earth or an altered timeline. Oh. so it's not actually part of canon. Okay, and the other part is they both always identified as bisexual in the comic book, so. Is that too much of a surprise? It's not
3: so much of a surprise that they would be with another woman, but the fact that the two of them together, it seems like a very... (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean... Destructive, (laughs) chaotic...
0: (laughs) That's, That's actually... That actually, just like Harley, that came from the cartoon... And the and Batman yeah. the animated series yeah. they were good friends in the cartoon and fans liked that so much it started to translate over into the comics. The fan fiction
1: got so hardcore that they were like, okay, <laughs> why not? Sure it did. Why well, be I mean,
0: like? <laughs> that's where that's where Harley actually comes from. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if Ryan did.
2: Oh,
3: but just because I don't have the meant fast knowledge of yeah, I I knew that. Uh, yeah, that's that's
1: one of the big ones. I figure most people know that because I watched the hell out
3: of that show. Yeah, and I remember when she got introduced. Yeah. I personally and... liked her better when she was the um, uh, the uh, counselor or the psychiatrist. I think she yeah,
0: but back before back before she, she became holy Queen.
3: Yeah, something she was a little more demure, kind of like that.
0: would well, uh, this wrap up should we shut down the spotlight or do y'all have anything else y'all want to talk I, about
1: I like uh, opening the long box too we need to do that one more often that one was a good one
2: but, I
0: need to but catch up on all... but I don't
1: have yeah, anything because I don't even read comics right now
0: I mean I don't collect them either, currently so. I think I think for people who don't read comics, it's kind of hard to explain. But if you do read them, you you know what I'm talking about. Well, we just but talked, I think,
1: ten fifteen minutes on Kindred, The Embraced, and Nosferatu, and I'm damn sure nobody knows what the fuck that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and fair enough, and D and D that goes over most people's heads too. Actually, I I would probably push back on the D and D cause that's bec- becoming more and more mainstream. I mean I saw a D and D article in like Forbes or like the Wall Street Journal or something and it was actually a in depth article about anyway, um I was gonna say I think the wheel has turned and I think this is mm, D C comics time to to rise up a comic form. They're still holy losing in the movie-verse. But um, some of my favorite comics so far are coming from DC. Well, also, um, Scott Snyder on the Justice League is kicking ass. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Bendis on Superman and, like, Tom King on Batman. Like, There's an ebb and flow and there are times Marvel's on top, there are times it's DC. I think now, like the queen mother Toad, T'Challa, this is your time. And I think this is DC's time in the comic books. In the movies, Marvel is still, so I'm a big fan of watching reactors on YouTube and you know, when they react to shows or movies. And I've been watching a lot of Avengers Infinity War Audience Reactions And just the Just the charge You feel When you can tell That people are As excited About something As you are Like the oohs And ahs And all the parts but they ooh and ah I'll have to check Something like that out Thanos is coming He's coming Who? Dun, 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 dun. I mean it's That's a great movie I've been watching So many reactions to that movie and each time I do I'm like man what a great ride this movie was but it's because Marvel spent 10 years making you care (laughs) I mean anyway so I'm about to shut down the spotlight unless y'all have anything else to add
1: because everything else I had has been talked about already
0: very good Mm. right
3: that was the spotlight being shut down
0: Uh Ah, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> now, to to be fair, I also have my own sound effect ready to go. I guess that's why I got caught off guard, but... My bad. I like it. My bad.
3: I didn't mean to steal the spotlight. You oh, apple.
0: my God. That was pretty good. Thank that you. That was actually pretty good, man. It's <laughs> almost as if you had been
1: waiting to say that.
0: <laughs> You're quick on your feet, man. Not bad. But, all right, um... I will go ahead and make it. Cocoon! Shut down! I think Ryan was. I was going to say, was that
1: yours? I thought you had, like, okay. (laughs) Hey,
3: man, last week was our week to make Pat feel worthless. He's off the hook. I was just going
1: to say, we don't have to do it this week, then, I
2: guess.
0: (laughs) Uh, I do so love (laughs) have a y'all on the podcast. Alright, so, I guess our, our, I don't know if y'all can tell, but we're trying to get a feel for how we want ABOG to go. Like, trying to keep the flavor of getting lost in the weeds, but at the same time having some, some basic low-key structure. Some, some kind of structure, <laughs> some, yeah. Some kind of structure. So, in that spirit, um, we do have a main topic. It won't be too long because we're going to try to keep the podcast at least an hour long and not the well, insane gonna, shit. I'm going to do it.
1: Keep that's- the uh, first half, the all the geek stuff all together and all that. I'm going to try to make that at about 30. I think I could probably take okay. some of that out and keep it and have all the geek stuff. And the introduction in 30 minutes, and then the main topic be the whole last half of it.
0: Well, then um, I I will volunteer and say, You can take out my poor attempt at a spotlight shutdown sound effect. Oh. Brian did it better. <laughs> <laughs> that, should, that should save you at least, what, five seconds? <laughs> Sweet. Well, we'll see how it all comes out in the edit. Because what's our, what's our slogan? It'll all work out in the edit.
2: Booyah, baby!
0: Oh, and by the that's way, a
1: pretty amateurish slogan. Sorry, y'all, but that's the way it is.
0: But I would like to say because <laughs> my my nine year old goddaughter called me out when that I said way. "booyah," because apparently that is How the catchphrase. That's that's the catchphrase of cyborg on Teen Titans Go. Oh, to yeah. which I had to it explain is. to her, I've been saying "booyah" before before you were born, <laughs> and she was like. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what Cyborg says. And on one hand, I'm touched that she knows who Cyborg is, <laughs> and that she likes Teen Titans Go. On the other hand, damn it. Anyway, so our main topic is something I kind of won't. It's it's something that blew my mind when I saw a YouTube about it last week, and I figured we could discuss it. It is the cashless society, which means pretty soon will we be using paper at all, or would it be all cashless? And I say that because I saw a Wall Street Journal YouTube video last week, and China is already 80% cashless, and they have over a billion people, and that shit blew my mind. It is so efficient. Like, anyway, so... They basically did
3: that in about three years, too, since 2015.
1: Yeah, because the list, I I, I took a picture of it so that I could uh, actually have something. This was 2008 to 2013, and China had only had 10% at that time.
0: That's mind-boggling. Now, now on, on one hand, it's because they don't live in a democracy, so in order can go from thought to deed faster, which I don't recommend not living in a democracy, but still the sheer scale of it is mind boggling. And part of the reason is because they never really adopted credit cards, that they never really got into the society on purpose because the government fought against it. And so since they didn't have to compete with those companies it allowed other companies to get a foothold and the main two are WeChat and Alipay and how much do y'all know about WeChat by the way? I don't know anything about either one of those I know okay.
3: the names of them because they are part of the research that I
0: did for this podcast WeChat is WeChat is everything Facebook wants to be everybody in China is on WeChat and, and I want y'all to wrap your heads around that like if 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 we were to visit China, we would have to download WeChat on our phones to survive. Everybody is on there, and WeChat has every service you need. You never have to leave the app for anything. It's what Facebook has been trying to do for years, and WeChat has done it. Hmm. And they also that they they accept payments. You can send payments, receive payments, pay for stuff through WeChat. And you can text through it, send pictures. Everything you can do on Facebook plus times 10, <laughs> that's WeChat. And this the sheer scale of it is what boggles my mind. I mean, it, it is honestly what Facebook wants to be and what they've been trying to be for so long. Alipay is kind of like their version of an open market, kind of like eBay, but not quite. But with Alipay, I saw this on the video, let's say you're trying to buy makeup, they'll, they'll have people on live stream showing you the makeup and you can text them during, while they're on the live stream and go, could you try on the blue eyeshadow? And then they'll try it on for you. And then wow. if you like it, you can pay through Alipay.
3: That's actually really cool.
0: Yeah. And apparently you can get anything delivered in China through through wechat like mcdonald's starbucks like you could be out by the river and like hop on wechat and go hey i want a big mac and then hey all right thanks and you've already paid for it through the app
3: now is it drone delivery or
0: is it uh person it's person have they Uh, have, have they started doing the
1: drone deliveries
0: yet um, no one really has. It's still being tested. Like there's been a I mean, few I know cases. even around
1: here, there's a lot of places you can just get online and have your shit delivered to
0: you. But I, I don't know. Like they've, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't heard about it. They they're trying to roll out currently here in Jackson. Um, Kroger is saying that they're going to start to deliver groceries, which will be up my alley I, I hate. Grocery shopping, but but if I can order from my phone and have somebody bring it to my house, yes, you
1: can already and look over here. You can order and on and do
0: Walmart, and you can pull up and they'll put your shit in the car for you, and you can. Here too, yeah. Walmart and Kroger here too. But to have it come to your house, you, you don't even have to drive. Is yeah. in my opinion even better. Oh yes, yeah. and but when me and Nancy were in DC, they had like, um, about four four payment tablets in the McDonald's so that you didn't even need to go up to the cashier. You could order from the tablet and then just go sit down and then they would bring the food mm. to your table.
3: So let me ask you, what are some of your opinions of the
0: benefits of the cashless system? Well, me, myself, I don't like cash. I never carry cash. Like The only time I have money on me is when I have to go get a haircut because my barber doesn't have any kind of a payment like if he like if my barber took Venmo or PayPal I would just do that it's like my phone is always on me I know it's secure with my thumbprint pretty much and like I this think it's more it's faster and it's healthier because yeah, you're, you're not having to handle money that that has exchanged hands through multiple people all the time so is it a germ thing is that what is
1: that why you like it better i mean i understand they're fucking filthy as fuck
0: okay cool well um no it's, it's not just that that is a a benefit but i just think it's handier like now when i go to walmart i pay through my Walmart app, I don't even te- I don't even walk in with my wallet anymore. I walk in there, I get what I want. Well, you, I go. To the surf- aren't you
1: fancy with your high tech stuff?
0: I go to the self checkout. I scan the QR code and then I'm out, and like I don't even need a receipt because they they send the receipt to your Walmart app. Well, that- Amazon
3: that- is actually taking it another step further. Have you heard of? uh amazon go
0: yes that yeah yep and see this is this leads we could probably go into this maybe on a different podcast or not at all but this leads me to my continuing belief that we're going to need a form of ubi sooner rather than later <laughs> What's UBI again? universal basic income
1: oh yeah that'd be fucking wonderful because that's one of the reasons why I would, I like that, the fact that there's cash. Because there are so many dumb fucks that drop money, and I am the one who needs that money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even fucking, I'm, I am thrilled, because nobody even tips me for anything. So when someone gives me a dollar, I'm like, thank you, thank you very much, I appreciate it. <laughs> oh my god, I can buy lunch now. <laughs> I'm strapped, man. I'm sorry. It's, I'm not it's serious, man. It's all yeah. good.
0: Oh. Well, right, uh, right. How about you? What are your pros and cons to becoming cashless? Cuz well, like I will say this before you answer. This is coming like it may take a while for America but you can read the tea leaves this is like the next stage uh,
1: 2013 it says United States was 45% cashless methods of payment
0: right What? so I go ahead sorry
3: yeah so I agree I believe it is coming that it's basically the future because um, you know there's just a lot of efficiency that can come from it not having to worry about money (laughs) Uh, it's going to be harder to rob you if you're not walking yeah. around with bills and stuff like that. Uh, and there's a lot of evidence, or at least antidotes, uh, through stories, especially science fiction stories that talk about societies that go basically cashless, even even some that even end up getting rid of any type of money, but that's a different subject. But with the Cashless Society, it basically makes everybody a digital commodity because your worth is whatever your value is in your bank account. And we could say that that's the way it is now, but with the concept of fiat currency, your worth can be transferred to somebody else relatively easily um, if you just give them your money with a cash society, you can still do that, but there's probably going to be a lot more barriers in place in order to track, monitor, and keep funds from being moved from one to another because it is such a liquid format.
0: I would disagree with that because part of the reason why I like it is because it makes it so much easier to send and receive money where I don't have to keep up with it. Like let's say I get paid for a photo shoot. I have been paid through PayPal before and that was boss, because like I got paid instantly. I could put it into my account and it would hit there in like maybe a day depending on what time of day I made the transfer. And I had a invoice in my PayPal and in my bank. And I didn't have to do anything but hit like two apps. You know what I'm saying? Like tap tap, touch ID and that was all handled for me in the background. So I, I think it makes it even easier to, to keep up with your money because there's always a record of it.
3: That's true. And I think that right there is a the key point where there is some danger of it being abused because you don't have the physical ability to directly control yeah, or no control. Uh, retrieve or, you know, keep your money outside of the system. It's always part of the system. It means that there's going to be agencies, actors, whatever you want to call them, that may have the ability to control what your value is. Uh, I could see some repercussions of being a completely cashless society being that uh, if you're accused of a crime, all your funds are immediately frozen.
0: Um, basically, that basically that the way it is now
3: well to a degree you still have some ability to put your currency into a fiat physical form and you can do something with that that can't be controlled unless someone has access to it but if you don't even have the option of making it physical if everything is completely digital then the power is going to be in those um in those systems and those agencies that have complete control or direct access to the technology that monitors and records these rather than to the individual person which means that i feel that unless we're really careful about some of the things that we do and how we integrate cash society that uh, there could be a lot of options for you know abuse of human rights Uh, there could be you know ways for governments to control populations by denying them access to electronic funds there could also be um, social stigma around the fact that only criminals use cash so if you're making a transaction with actual physical currency it's because you're trying to stay off the grid and therefore the only people who would do that would be cr- you know criminals and um, ne'er-do-wells so I think there are a lot of a lot of technical and applica- applications that will make it very beneficial for making us a more streamlined society but I think we also have to take into account um, some checks and balances uh, to avoid uh, some of the downfalls of not having access and not being able to physically control your own, you know, economic worth. And one of those controls might be making, um, you know, access to money a, a you know, a, a human right, like the right to you know, life, liberty to. Pre- pre- of happiness that's true and direct and you know um, access to your funds
0: and that's part of what a ubi is also about making sure you have access to always be able to pursue your happiness yeah and of that's course true. A, and of course another possibility is of course cryptocurrencies
3: now that's where i'm personally um a little more inclined to have faith in because of the fact that cryptocurrency uh depending on the type of system is decentralized so it's not able to be controlled by you know a single organization or a single government but at the same time still has the benefits of a digital format for all the you know things you can do with a strictly digital um, uh, access then I think that cryptocurrencies will allow us to find that happy medium between something that can be easily taken away from us, while at the same time, allowing it to be functional as an economic uh, system.
0: How about you, Marsh?
1: Man, I zoned out listening to y'all. You're welcome. That means we're entertaining. Yeah, I was just yeah I was just, well, yeah, that I was just of listening to the reason I mean, why I wanted stuff to... that I did research and I was reading and stuff. I mean, I I'm, had nothing to do with any of the shit y'all have been talking about, so I'm just listening to y'all. Mine was just, well, yeah, cool, you know, no, that's all, no, that's also awesome. so what, what you the, found well, though. just, um, yeah. you know, what it was, what it was about, and uh, then I started, I found a bunch of fucking articles about the scam that's a scam by the government, blah, 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 and that was, I, the first one that I was starting to read, I started getting into it, and I'm like, holy fuck, I need to tell them that this is a bad fucking idea, man. The motherfucking government's going to control us and take our shit. And, and then I got to the end of it, and it was so much nonsense. I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. Okay, don't believe everything <laughs> you read on the internet. You hear that a million times. So it was it was bad. And that was I read that article. This is the longest article I've ever read. I didn't even finish the fucking thing. It took me almost 30, 35 minutes at work to read it. It was very amusing. I uh, just... And then the chart that I downloaded about um, what country and the percentage of them, but this was in 2013. I didn't realize that at the time, so that's completely useless as well.
0: (laughs) Well, it's not useless. I mean, it's not because, like, it it can help show the scale of, like, how fast the adoption is going because in my opinion well, in 2013 the
1: highest yep. one was Singapore at 20, 61% and then the Netherlands at 60
3: yeah I was surprised to find out that uh, cashless society had gone so um, widespread and I think it was yeah Netherlands and maybe Norway something like that yep. uh, and I don't know why but for some reason yeah, I just didn't expect it to be two. adopted so regularly uh, up there
1: I don't know, because the other article that I read that I started to read before I got too busy to even start doing that, um, I was talking about how much easier it is for hackers to steal your money, and it was all conspiracy stuff. And, again, I got about halfway through that before I realized it was the, quote, conspiracy theory stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't care. I want want to know what's really happening, because what the fuck is going on? I'm not a fast reader, so once I um, commit to something... Unfortunately, I read it for a while before it sinks in that this is some bullshit that you're reading.
0: And that is, I read this article. I should have just did said, like
1: you and fucking used YouTube. What the fuck am I reading articles? <laughs> Goddamn.
0: Well, I, YouTube was what drew me to it, but then I did my own research also. But that does. I did read this article that said the way we teach our children is obsolete. What we need to be trying to teach them is that it used to be the fact that information was scarce and that's why we had to drill down what what they could learn. But in our era information is not scarce. It's overabundant. So but so the new skill to learn for our era is how to understand information and how to and how to be able to parse it in and out of context and how to know what is fake not fake. what is real and what is it <laughs> well, fake,
1: fake news I think we have a lot of fake news right now man,
3: man if we could get those lessons out to the uh, adults of our world right now that would probably help yeah, for real because I just
1: was giving you examples on me being gullible enough to fucking get into it for fucking 30 some odd minutes yeah this is some crazy shit, oh my god, and then what about JFK and that what, what, what? Oh, man.
0: Yeah, but you knew when you hit that point that, oh, this is some bullshit. Well, usually I don't like, read
1: that much. Usually I read a couple of paragraphs and I'm like, oh, that's interesting, and then I go off and start talking about it. <laughs> you're the problem i know that's what i'm saying that's exactly <laughs> what i'm saying so they wait till about halfway down if i'm if i know i'm going to talk about something on a podcast or something i'll i'll do a yeah, little more clever. research but it's just like wait a second what the fuck like i was man there was some they were pumping this shit up dude in the article about a kung fu fight and these dudes look like crackheads and i'm like okay this will be good and it was two drunk ass crackheads swinging the, at the air and being stupid. And I was expecting from the article that it would. People can write, and I'm gullible. I'm what I am the problem. Yeah, I'll have to pull that. off to pull that uh, soundbite out. You're part of the problem. <laughs> Hashtag problem. Oh, man, he has problems. That's right. He is the problem too. It's it's, it's funny. I still love you though, Mark. That's uh, it's, There's yeah. no way to change it apparently. So.
0: And gullible and,
2: I would like and I'm say,
1: suspicious. That's a bad combination. <laughs>
3: I think you just described. N- Never mind. I'm not going to get political, <laughs> but <laughs> that's a pretty accurate description of an unfortunate number of human beings
1: in our world. Damn it! Gullible and suspicious. <laughs> yep. That's that's another good soundbite to pull out. I'm gullible and suspicious. What the fuck?
0: <sighs> All right, well, I didn't really have anything else to add add for the main topic. I thought, we but I, I, covered. I
1: didn't want it to become. I would prefer it to have some kind of hard cash, or some kind of something, just because of like what I said, man. You, you can't scavenge as much. There's no scavenging, and I'm not saying like scavenging, like pickpocketing and crazy shit like that. But right. you
0: know, well, uh, well, I guess unless people would can tip
1: off of PayPal, but no motherfucking body would
0: do that. They act like it's well. Well, actually, folks, folks do. When they pay with a debit card or a credit card, you have to write down how much the tip is on the receipt. That's true. So it's not. As but Ill. they would not do that in places like where I work. Well, I mean, where you work, people don't do it right now with cash. So not really. What's they the do difference? sometimes, <laughs> though. That's what I'm saying. So what? How would you make the adjustment to go with cash? Because this is coming well I know it's not a matter of, of it's just like we are now I don't know we'll just have to see what I have happens I suggestion
1: I'll just put my I... personality out there and beg for tips hey man I cleaned your shower <laughs> it was pretty it smelled good how about it no I'll be at a better job soon sorry well, I think
3: if we get to a point where we have true digital wallets similar to what they have in like Star Wars with the cred chips oh, if we where you that, have yeah. electronic currency but uh, a record of well, it I is mean, kept directly on your own personal um, you know, device. How am I going to buy weed
1: like... with my cred stick?
3: Well, if well, I think by this the way time... it looks like weed
0: should be legal. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: exactly. What you got to be worried about is how are you going to get that genetic Synth
1: injection
3: right. for right. the enhanced. I'll probably brain. be the last
1: person on the earth. I'll be like, no, I still got a plant growing, man. I'm not buying the synth. <laughs> I still got
0: the, the right here. Oh, that needs to be. That's. Um, uh, I think one of our topics for next time should be. Are y'all ready for synthetic meat? Synthetic meat. Oh hell yeah. Yep,
1: I've because it's coming. Like um, isn't it? This com- pretty much synthetic as it is. I mean, they engineer how no, they like,
0: grown and bred and no, I mean like true I- synthetic meat. Like they, like they, like they, they take stem cells from a cow, from a cow muscle. They take those cow muscle cells and put it into a dish in a lab, and then they can grow meat from that cow muscle, and you never kill the cow. The cow's alive, you just give it a shot and you pull out the cells you need and you can grow meat into that that is healthier, that is healthier and more nutritious and tastes just as good, if not well, better, going real it's meat. It's going to
1: come looking the exact same way in the same package as long as it's not destructive to you. I mean, what the fuck? Who cares, right?
0: Right. I mean, that's, that's also my belief. Is there people that...
3: Tune
1: in. Yeah, there you go.
3: Tune in next week to find out our take on synthetic
0: meat. <laughs> I don't want to do guess,
1: a podcast like, just on synthetic meats, man.
0: No, um, that's
1: no, man. I'm sorry.
0: I think I think instead of having, I think instead of having mm-hmm. a main topic, we should have a topic like the upcoming future, or futurology, or the future 101. Because that's something I'm, I'm actually really into. It's like.
2: Things that are coming,
3: technology and right, advances. Right, right. Like society. the upcoming yeah.
0: era is going to be. It's not going to slow down anytime soon. It's just, it's just going to get faster. And this is an era that we're going to have to yeah, raise if our. We
1: get, if we don't get hit by a meteor or burned by our own hands, it's going to get bad pretty quick as far as technology goes.
0: Well, why? Why bad? Why not good? Why do you think it's going to be bad? Well, I mean, good, yeah. Hardcore, bad, like...
2: Who's bad?
0: Oh, oh, oh.
1: People don't say bad anymore? (laughs) No, man, they don't, actually. Because I... Okay, sorry, that comes on the fucking radio at work a whole lot. Because
0: I I tried to use that as a slang with my nine-year-old goddaughter, and she had a complete blank look, and I was like okay. It's like, you know, like, Michael Jackson. she was like, is that why he named his album that? (laughs) I was like, nope. Time to wrap up this lame term and put it in the archives. It's done, son. (laughs) It's done.
1: (laughs) So are are, Pat's a pro
0: pro cashless? I am. It's because, like, I guess because it makes things easier. Like, Jen one time had to have money, and she's in Tokyo. And I've taught my mom how to use PayPal, and my dad already knew how to use it. And so we just all paypal her some money. She was like, yeah, got it, cool, thanks guys. Simple. Yeah. It used to be so much harder the first time she was there in the year 2000. We would have to go to the bank, or do this and that, and this, and now it's just like,
1: Western Union and
0: stuff. Right. Like that. that was like I pulled out my mobile supercomputer from my pocket. I tap it up a few times, and she has money instantly. That's awesome. And she's in Tokyo, and I'm in and I'm in Mississippi. That's tight.
3: I'm not pro I think. The, okay. The, I think our politicians, government agencies, cannot be trusted with such such direct control over people's lives i am pro cryptocurrency in the sense that cryptocurrency representing a way to decentralize access to our money allowing for individual um, control
0: with the advantages of the digital medium i am also pro crypto for most of the same reasons marsh how about you
1: everything that Ryan said just put it right here nice
0: <laughs> 2 to 1 so does that mean be- yeah cuz
1: i i agree with i don't like even if it's joe bill at the fucking bank over here or whatever even you know it's too easy for i, I don't like control over my stuff i like the illusion of control <laughs> right. and that's and, and that's not it so yeah cuz I, I, I need right? to have my 20 25 in cash just so just in case i need to run I mean, you know. Well, let me my, ask you my, this: So,
0: how do you, how do you pay your rent, Marsh? Is it check, cash, or is this the? I,
1: I am, I am. Well, I spend a, a check with that, with my rent. But it's I'm mostly cashless. But I spend my money that's in the bank, and I, or the money that I have cash is, it's just how I budget my money. Because Ryan, I, I, like I know,
0: I know you pay your rent just on the computer, right? You, you never I actually did. touch a check or money that's true right but isn't that more convenient Honestly, i I I, mostly it it is more convenient i'm not arguing that because i remember back in the 90s when we all shared an apartment and our landlady would come to the front door on the field of every month cash and get well and get a check because because that would give us 14
3: days before it bounced (laughs) right (laughs) so what I'm not I'm saying Pat not that I have a problem with the digital medium but the difference between what we currently have and a cashless society is the implications that there is not a physical
2: option
0: for cash I think that mostly boils down to Marshall's illusion of control yeah uh, you're right.
3: Yeah, If the government wanted to come in and take my money for whatever trumped up reasons that they wanted... I think you, they I could think you said the word right there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it would be just the same as if it was a strictly digital society as well. But the illusion of control gives me the comfort of knowing that I might be able to take certain steps to limit those type of repercussions. Now, most law-abiding citizens won't need to or won't even consider that, but I think that the more control of our lives we give to uh, soulless, faceless agencies, the easier it is for us to lose our human rights.
0: (laughs) And that is a danger, but it doesn't always have to be soulless or are faceless that's a corruption of the original intent you're right
3: you're right and i think it boils down to trust in our fellow man and i think in general you can't do that great power comes great corruption
2: I'm and jaded, I think man. I'm that's,
0: the
3: that's the line Spider-Man should have heard from his <laughs> Uncle Ben.
0: From his dying uncle? With great power comes great corruption? Good, <laughs> <Get> my kid. <laughs> Watch <While> your back. <laughs>
3: Feel good. I brought it full circle here at the end.
2: There you go,
0: well done. Well done. Alright, so I, we're not quite sure what we call this segment. Maybe Future 101. I kind of like that. We'll see. Illusion but, um... of control. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Bro.
1: I wrote it down just so I could bring it up later.
0: <laughs> well, all right. Well, um, was there anything else we wanted to get to before our, our outro?
1: That cashless societies are not good. <laughs> and that you lost two, two to one.
0: Wait, no. <laughs> I, lost, I lost, I'll say one and a half. Because Ryan is pro crypto, and that's completely digital mean okay, no 1. physical is whatsoever. Still,
1: still more than one, right? That's correct. That means that you lost <laughs> one,
2: one and a half to one. <laughs> oh God!
1: Sorry, I was being silly, man. <laughs> no,
2: no, <it's>, <laughs> <technically> <laughs> So
1: that proves that ABOG proves that cashless societies do not work very well.
0: That is not true. That is not the official <laughs> position first here. of ABOG. I know, I know, I know. I'm fucking with you, man. The views. And then I, of said, A-B-O-G it, I said it like a fucking did not idiot. Did reflect the views of the personal podcasters of okay. oh, ABOG?
1: And you have stated this on many, 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 many occasions over the three years we've been podcasting. <laughs> Maybe I could throw in a couple more minis, but I think five would be enough.
0: Well all right, um that's kinda of it for me until until next week.
3: Yeah, that's all I got. Thanks very much everyone. Mystic Mojo the-
0: Sorry, I. <laughs> I, thought, I saw myself. Thought was I saw myself job. start. I saw myself about to pull a marshal, and I tried to stop, but the sound <laughs> had already left my lips. <laughs> and I was hoping you would just keep on talking, but you, I don't when you being a decent human being, actually just stopped. I don't, and, I don't and waited interrupt so. you, Ryan. I,
1: I interrupt, Pat. That's the stick.
0: I apologize. So go ahead, Ryan.
3: Hey guys, thanks again for joining us. This is Mystic Mojo out here in the Lone Star State thanking you for your time hope you got some laughs walked away a little bit wiser a deeper <laughs> better person <laughs> we know you didn't but we can hope <laughs> and then up north to the northeast would be
1: i don't even know north southeast that, That's was, you, that would be me yeah i knew that and i'm still trying to figure it out they call me marshall squishing us on the internets interwebs um, do you do I whatever you can find us <laughs> at always bet on geek on twitter and instagram facebook and what else youtube did I forget something did we start new, new pod world over. the new pod world not the I always do that new pod world um, did we did you look into the twitch and other stuff like that
0: um really we need more equipment before we can start doing Twitch stuff. Yeah, I was wondering about that cuz I've seen Xavier Woods do it the up up down down uh, Instagram. Thing. I mean, we could and he has a we lot could of shit. do it now, but yeah, we could do it now, but it wouldn't be good.
1: What would it be like uh, a, a camera over our shoulder <laughs> while we're playing the game.
0: <laughs> well, like yeah, or but the sound wouldn't it be good because we don't actually have mics? <laughs> I mean, we need to at least invest in at least one LED light so we're, we're well lit. I mean, yeah, I have fucking yeah. shit for light in here. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> and across the redneck oasis, it is I, uh, your friendly neighborhood co host Pat, he said it. down here in the capital city of the Vagnalia State. Um the thing the thing I almost interrupted Rhino and by almost I did was I was gonna ask if do you think we should add music to the podcast, like say this is our favorite song of the week and like this have a track of music or
3: so I'm giving my heartfelt goodbyes to our loyal listeners and you're not even listening. You just go, "Hey, by the way, completely unrelated subject. Do we should put music right here?"
0: <laughs> cool. I tried to get it out before you start before you started your heartfelt goodbyes, but you beat me to it. And I was like, "Oh, wait, stop talking." "Oh no, he paused." "Oh, what a good cool. what a cool. good just co-host. What a yeah, good it friend." Like a, it was like a
1: Mexican <laughs> standoff. I was waiting to see who was going to start first
2: <laughs> <laughs> go
0: ahead and this has been another episode of always been on geek thank you for joining in um, make sure you check out the podcast on new Um if you're into politics check out Pi Save America um, if you're into other geek talk from geeks of color check out the MTR network Um, if you like the laugh to a funny comedian check out Coon and the Gang Um, we'll start this if you like to if you want to learn about the impeachment of Nixon and the impeachment of Bill Clinton check out Slate.com's podcast Slow Burn it's really good and if you're into history and presidential history you should really check out that podcast. I highly recommend it. I guess that's it. Um, I'm about to sign off. Unless y'all have anything else, y'all want to, you want to say,
3: tune in next week for synthetic meat. <laughs>
2: yeah, God, I hope not. <laughs>
0: Alright guys, on that note, we out.
1: I'm gullible and suspicious, what the fuck? You're the
3: problem. Tune in next week to find out our take on synthetic meats. Always bet on geek.